Okay, welcome to CineQuest video. Uh, I don't recall what episode this is, but we're going to be talking about the movie Time Bandits, which is uh, continuing with our time travel series. Yes, that's that's that is correct, Ray. And of course, uh, those uh, contributing to our time travel discussion and facing the mic properly, uh, we have Daniel. Hello. To my right. Roland. To our left. And myself, Ray. And this uh, movie, we're actually, again, if you have heard our uh, Time Cop episode, we're kind of focusing more on the aspects of time travel in these movies. So we're going to be discussing, of course, uh, the characters, a bit of the plot, but mostly how they represent time travel. And by doing it? Yes, but like, um, what uh, consequences does it have? what freedoms does it allow them to do? Like, uh, And if uh, none of you have uh, heard of the movie Time Bandits, which I hadn't, this is the first time I had seen it. Did you see it when you were younger? I think, but kind of like with some of the other stuff we've watched, it's been decades. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I can't say I've never heard of this movie. I have heard of this movie, but I mean, it's just a movie that kind of just... I caught it on Flew cable under my radar. TV a few times. When never, I was never seen it until recently. A wee laddie, a wee wee laddie. I mean, this movie is basically a movie made for kids. Yes, um, with a lot of what darker, you would darker think. themes. <laughs> um, but I think in the eighties there were a lot of movies that it's were made for time. kids. Yeah, yeah a lot well, of movies was, made for kids before, that were. Lo- this was before they uh, they had uh, the uh, movie ratings and shit out, wasn't it? When no. was Gremlins? Because that was when they they started. They made PG thirteen. Was for I think the first Gremlins movie. And I'm not exactly sure when the MPAA started yeah. cracking down on these. Oh, they bullshit. Yeah, yeah. When they when they start ruining good stuff for all us kids. I mean, it uh, didn't stop you, but you know. Uh, before we continue on, if you try. are listening uh, only in, on on audio, you can also get a a nice uh, surprise if you go over to YouTube because you will see us actually talking about the movie on video. Um, in which case you can not only, I guess, follow on whatever streaming platform you're listening, but you can subscribe and comment below and continue the discussion on the YouTubers. Tell us we're great. Only that we're great. Uh, Those exact words. If you can actually rate us like five out of five stars, just in the comments below, just to boost our ego right. a little bit. Just uh, just in case you don't understand, it is only five out of five. There are no other numbers in there. So any ring is, we're going to be taking this. Or you could just rating. put five, the number five. Yep, that works. And that'll be good too. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have to put five out of five or whatever, you know, just simple five. Yeah, we don't need to know your scale. We just want to see the fives. Yeah. You know, because five <laughs> out of 5,000 isn't so good, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, this movie, Time Bandits, was written and oh, came out in 1981. Um Prior to all of our births, uh, written by Terry Gilliam and uh, Michael Palin. And uh, Dan, you want to give them an uh, idea of who Terry Gilliam is? Um, he was the the only American that was a part of the main Monte Python uh, troupe back in the Flying Circus days and through the movies and stuff. And after the Monty Python days, he just got into writing and directing movies. And um, I can't remember all. He's done, but he's done some. Sh- he's, I mean, apart from the like his trilogy of imagination, uh, I want to say he's done other shit. 
but I am blanking. Let's see. Oh, that's right. He did 12 Monkeys, which is another movie we'll be covering. And uh, Oh, see, that's a surprise to me. I didn't know he did that or Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Recently, yeah. Uh, I think uh, Adam Driver's in that movie, but uh, The Man Who Killed Don Quixote, it's supposed to be pretty decent, but I haven't heard about that I have one not either. checked it out. But I saw it more from a, the lens of a Star Wars fan. Uh, since Adam Driver was the Kylo Ren and then uh, Terry Gillen was attached to the project and I was like, ooh, you know, former Python, fuck yeah. Um, and again, if you're completely new to the term Monty Python, uh, they did movies, they did Flying Circus, uh, they did um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, Life of Brian, Meaning of Life. Those are the, main Those are the movies, yeah. There's yeah. supposed to be another movie out there that I think is Python-esque called Meet the Ruddles, where it's uh, – I've never seen it, but it's supposed to be a parody on like, the Beatlemania of the 60s. Oh, okay. And evidently uh, George Harrison, who is also attached to uh, the Time Bandits Project as well as uh, The Life of Brian um, – He's supposed to have a cameo in there to kind of go, yeah, the Beatles are all right with, you know, being made fun of or <laughs> being spoofed. Um, I mean, uh, early Beatles movies like Hard Day's Night or even Help, like, they're pretty much, I mean, it's just like campy shit that they're doing. And they're, they, John Lennon seems like a joker until he starts getting all serious and shit later on in his career. But, um, yeah, well, that's, you know, thanks, Yoko. <laughs> I think it was a joke that he told here and there, but I don't know. Um, he seemed more fun. Uh, I mean, have you like have you listened guy. to Imagine? That song's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the naivete. <laughs> uh, Roland, what about you? As far as like uh, Time Bandits? Uh, yeah, like I like you said, I'd I'd watch it when I was a little kid uh, um, on uh, cable TV. I honestly don't remember much about it other than the fact that it had seven, uh, excuse me, six uh, dwarves in there. And uh, I remember some of the sets of them, like, you know, tra- uh, tripping through time. Uh, I don't, rem- uh, and the little kid, uh, m- you know, main star, uh, I remember him because, like, he made me think of, like, uh, Never Ending Story, you know, the little little kid from there. Part one or part two? Part one. <laughs> All right. Don't you. Don't you, sully don't this. you start? Don't you start with your sass, Ray? Don't you start? All right. Sorry, we were talking about sidekicks, and Jonathan Brandis comes out. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, like, we talked about this over fucking dinner. <laughs> Jesus God, Christ! Like, Control yourself. How it all comes full circle, man. Uh, so, um, not planned. It just kind of unfolds on itself. I, uh, I, I don't remember much of the plot. I remember, uh, you know, the evil genius because I, I thought he was such a cool fucking character. Um. I do not remember like the Tim Burton esque uh, uh, fucking like scenes that that he pulls out with all of his ridiculous little um, um, attacks or you know like the way he fights everyone you know with his fingers folding back into guns and you know inflating into this giant fucking like red balloon or I really my favorite I, I really liked when that that knife like. Uh, uh, it you know ratchets out of his head and folds around and spins and like yeah, definitely reminded me of Beetlejuice there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like this is like some kind of weird be if Beetlejuice is a wizard kind of thing. But I don't know. Also, you know, since it's written and directed by Terry Gilliam, uh, <clears throat> so in it's very goofy. So for those of you guys who've, who've maybe seen any Mind and Python and any of the 
cartoon segues that they yep. do. Yep. That's all Gilliam shit. Um, and so that kind of just provided kind of like a realistic interpretation or or telling of you know some of his art style and stuff because he would just have ridiculous shit. You know, yep. just just real screwball shit. And mm. um, I. I don't really remember any of the actors uh, watching it now and seeing like how many like big names were in this fucking movie it was pretty pretty goddamn uh, uh, ridiculous and uh, cool as fuck. I really liked that uh, some of the people that did like the the voice, you know, the 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 main uh, some of these actors I'm only aware of from their voice voiceover work. Like the guy that plays the supreme, uh, not the supreme being, uh, evil genius David Warner. Like for me, uh, I've seen he's done like a lot of uh, like animated cartoons and stuff where he's a villain. Um, what uh, can you just bring up his uh, filmography? Like I know I've seen that guy. David in Warner, movies. yeah, I just like make he's sure he's just one of those I like put him in more context. He's just myself. one of those. Well, I mean, like he was in Tron. You know, he was the villain there. Well, like no, was, not even that. Like I've. Oh, okay. Hold on. Uh, and I go to the pictures there. To T- me, what's Titanic? To me, what's mostly iconic oh, about... Oh, he comes out oh, in the Mouth of Madness. Fuck, that's... <laughs> and Dr. Ren, yeah, exactly. Uh, like, what's most iconic about about uh, uh, about David Warner to me is his voice. Like, he's he's got, like, a very uh, sort of, like, like, like a sort of, like, haughty, erudite sort of tone, but it's just fucking cool as shit. Like, he just sounds like, like, like a, you know, bastardly... Um, so one of my favorite roles with him is he he plays uh, the antagonist in a PC game called Baldur's Gate Two, um, but like he's he's done a lot of fucking work, you know. He's like I think you and I were looking at at this not too long ago, Daniel. Where yeah, he's like he's done doc like the original Doctor, not not the original uh, the the Doctor who re- reboots. Uh, he has like cameos as a uh, uh, what the hell? Like I said, Tron. Um, all of these other movies, which I haven't seen most of these. Uh, yeah, I'm looking like, at his uh, filmography here, and I don't because really, like a lot of these much, are not. But I feel like I've seen him in like so much I shit, mean, but like, I don't remember seeing any of these. 2001. <laughs> these TV shows or movies. No, like so he's like I said, he's done a lot of animated stuff. You know, like uh, uh, like I was just saying, um, I think he was in like a Teen Titans thing. He did. Uh, what was I just looking at? Um, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy's fucking like Cartoon Network kind of stuff. Um, where the hell was he's not? I mean, like to me, I th- I think he's great. Uh, and he always has been, but I don't think he's one of those. Uh, oh right, the Men in Black TV series. Uh, I don't know if you ever saw that one. I think it was on like W on the WB or something. None like of this that. looks familiar. Batman Beyond. He <laughs> did he he did uh Roz. Yeah, I remember talking about you with this. Uh, he was uh, the voice of Ra's al Ghul in like all of the animated Batman. Yeah, uh, it's like we tried to do this episode two weeks ago. Did we? Because <laughs> I remember talking to you <laughs> about this like off something else. No, no, no. We sat we there waiting for Ray to show up. Oh before yeah. Before we tried to do the table header. That yeah, didn't well, that, then we weren't recording. So yeah. Shut up. All right. Anyways, <laughs> that was weeks ago. You expect me to remember this? Go ahead. Yes. Now. Get too bad. <laughs> get get ready to, to be disappointed and to rebear me soon. Uh, but anyways. I don't know about that shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Titanic, Spicer, Lovejoy, Jesus. But like my other favorite actor in here uh, actually did the voice of the Supreme Being uh, when he's floating around as the head. Right. Uh, that's another guy that... Tony uh, J, I think. Yeah, Tony J, who does a lot of, or did a lot of voice actor roles. 
Um, you'd probably recognize a few of them, Ray. But twins? Like, yeah, he was <laughs> he was in Twins. Uh, he did he does the uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame, no, Notre Dame. He's a uh, he's Judge Frollo or whatever. Um, most of these are uh, like, Rugrats Go Wild. I know what's up. <laughs> mm, that's it. God damn it. Great. All right. So like most of these are, are Oh yeah, but he was a fucking Scar in Lion King. My favorite role for him was another video game called uh Part two at uh, least. Not Soul sure Reaver. One. I was like, like, I don't know about because I know like the mm-hmm. I know the first guy who did the he said Scar, right? Yeah. Yeah, I I thought wait, Scar came out in part two. Evidently. I thought he died. It came up on the fucking... Yeah, no, no. Are you sure you're not talking about Tailspin? I've never seen the fucking movie. We were looking at this Wikipedia two weeks ago, Roland. I'm sure you control fine. You can fucking find it. No. I delete all of my internet history after a few days. Because. Well, I know. Rugrats the movie. That's good. American Tale, Treasure in Manhattan. Haven't seen that one, but I'm going to look for it. Apparently, he was the narrator in... He was uh, Megabyte in Reboot. Goddamn. I don't know what the... I don't know any about that shit. Well, bullshit. Really? Fuck is wrong with you? You don't remember reboot, Ray? That's a lie. No, I don't. You, oh, god damn it, damn it, Ray. I, I thought you had, I thought you had real TV. Like, I think this was on Fox. You, you can't tell me you grew up with like two channels or some shit. Yeah, like, HBO and Cinemax. Oh bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> bullshit. God damn it. Anyways, like, so sorry, MTV up until like 1995. <laughs> he was. Uh, did you check out the the original Tick cartoon? Yeah. Anyways, like. Yeah, I can see he's done a lot of cartoon work. He's done a ton of shit. Um, but my favorite stuff was from this game called Legacy of Cain. Uh, he plays like the an elder god. Well, that's uh, the filmography of uh, the cast. So we'll see you next time. Yeah, <laughs> we're so, out of time, guys. Um, aside from that, yeah, like yeah, there was you know Ian Holm, Sean Connery. Yeah, we, fucking, we had like I said Sean Connery, John Cleese, uh, Shelley Duvall, right, who, yeah. uh, Catherine. Hellman, who is also, I mean, who, who's, you know, who's the boss? She's the, the mom. Um, yeah, well, you know, come on. Who's the boss? Come on. Don't act like you no. don't fucking know, right? No. I'm not I never figured you. out who it was, though. <laughs> <laughs> was it Angela? Was it Tony? <laughs> you know what? We're, we're going to detour on this episode and start talking about who's the boss now. <laughs> Angela or Tony? Leave a comment below. Who was the boss? So... Yeah, that's a huge fucking cast for this movie. Maybe um, that's found, maybe that's decided off screen, but still on screen as far as who's had the most work <laughs> since the show. Damn, that's a tough one. I don't know. What's um, Angela doing? Uh, yep, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Judith Light. <laughs> um, and we're only probably only pushing up daisies. Like most of these people. No, I think they're all still alive. Oh no, shit. Yeah, I think Tony Danza was like a teacher at some point. Like an actual teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. No, I think he was. And then remember sometime within the last like 15, 20 years, he got came back to TV for a short while for some bullshit. Didn't they do See? like Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Your life doesn't have to end once you become a teacher. <laughs> but you wish it, it just generally does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the lucky ones. <laughs> um uh, so like well, let's talk about the synopsis of this movie or the the plot. Uh, we have a kid named Kevin, uh, who has pretty lame ass parents. Yeah, they're um, weird. What's the deal? What is the deal with the plastic <laughs> over the furniture? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> this bitch. 
Um, Kevin's like a, 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 a man of a, or a child who likes to learn things, you know? He's talking about like what's Greek history or Greek mythology and stuff. Yeah. And his dad's just uh, up his own ass like watching TV or like reading yeah. the yeah, TV yeah, guide yeah. or some shit mm-hmm. on his fucking plastic furniture. You never had family that had that the fucking weird like plastic wrapped furniture? My grandmother did for a time, but like it. I hated it. But when she got housebroken, she'd pulled it off. Well, <laughs> that never happened. She always kept them. I remember it briefly as a small child, but I think as we got older, like she, re- they removed it. Uh huh. But I mean, did you still have plastic sheets? No, I never had plastic sheets. Did you? Probably keep the HEB feet off her couches and stuff. <laughs> no, Ray, I had plastic pants. You're pissing yourself that much? Yes. Let's say piss. Are you telling me like at five years old you're fucking like splooging <laughs> your pants? No, no, Ray. Shitting? I mean, yes. No. Totally not not shit. Anyways. The story doesn't add up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you keep your mouth away from me. I'm, I'm having beer. Don't ruin this. <laughs> so, um, again, Kevin and his parents. Uh, <laughs> it, it pretty, the movie pretty much starts off with like, uh, I guess they're completely disinterested or like uh, yeah, negligent. Well, the mom of the, of never the, shuts up about like her, her uh, kitchen products or whatever. She yeah, they're very materialistic. Like she loves her 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 toaster oven and her. It almost seems like at the height of a uh, what uh, was it QVC or whatever. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. Imagine the that that was like a TV shopping was what online shopping is today. You know. Was like uh, these are these are the these are the, this is a house of the this is a kitchen of the future. The last time I saw anything uh, where someone was selling something on TV. Like some old lady was selling a dildo and some kind of like tea. <laughs> Wait, when was the last time you watched Flip Through TBN, man? TBN? Yeah. They're always selling something on there, man. Well, yeah, but I'm talking about real products. Not like. Uh, <laughs> Your salvation's a real product. <laughs> Very oh, real. What? <laughs> All you got to do is send $5 <laughs> yeah, to, get a, to get a handkerchief with oil on it. Yeah, That'll uh-huh. save your soul, right? Uh-huh. Um, All right. What is that? That silver shit they sold during uh, the shit, the dude. There's so many fucking. I know Jim Baker is like trying to like uh, clean up again. Fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your book, Jim Baker. Piece of garbage ass motherfucker. <laughs> Um, anyways, um, so the, these uh, views are not <laughs> <laughs> not representative of. These, Mo these views are highly Studios. representative of uh, MoQuest <laughs> Mo Studios. Completely, uh, completely endorsed. But this. yeah, but I mean, his dad is just as tied up into the commercialism as well or materialism. Yeah, he just uh, wants to drink a beer and watch TV mostly. Well, no, the thing is, you know, you know Kevin's in there talking about, you know, Agamemnon. Greek warriors, how they're trained in like 23 types of like unarmed combat. And he's like, yeah, well, this has a two stroke motor or whatever. Like, (laughs) um, pretty pretty much jump into the fact that like uh, Kevin is pretty much sent to his room. And again, this kind of caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting this. He's like, I guess, falling asleep. And then like a night fucking breaks through his fucking closet. Yeah. And then he's in the woods. Yeah, his, his Kevin's bedroom wall turns into fucking the Shire, you know, yeah. and uh, off the fucking night just goes off into the distance. And then see, but the thing is, at that point, I was thinking like he's just gonna. This movie's gonna be a dream. Yeah, that's what I thought. And was that a dream that he was having, or was that did that really fucking happen? Well, I still wonder if this entire thing wasn't a dream. Um, but, I mean, I mean the ending but at the end, like dream it shows that it's not a dream because he takes out those fucking Polaroids, and he actually took pictures of these people. But the thing is, 
Dreams within dreams, baby. Mm. Mm. Is this Inception? It's too convenient. It might be. Mm. Nah, well, the thing I, I is, okay, did, I actually so, did think, uh, I so did in what fucking the, universe does the end of this three. movie happen and people aren't swarming the scene to figure out what the fuck's happening and to take care of this little kid it's after the, the kablooey. The start of the apocalypse. No, the fucking leave his, leave the firefighters leave his ass. Yeah. And his parents are dead. <laughs> Sean, yeah, Sean now the, now, got now his check. Now the, the real adventure just, starts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he just smiles at him and says, uh, off you go. Kevin baby. gets a job as a paper boy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize mom and dad had a third mortgage on this piece of shit house. <laughs> It's fucking sequel is him living in a fucking box and shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm trying to remember what happens the next night. Is he, does he try to tell his parents or like he just kind of keeps that to himself? No, he keeps it all to himself and he decides to go in like he tries to Hardy Boys it. mode. Yeah. You know, he, he like oh, flashlight, he flashlight and, and shit. Yeah, he lies down. Flashlight, camera. Catch him or whatever. And tries yeah. to go to bed early so he can go because he's so excited. It's like Christmas. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not it's not the first time like uh, a kid's kind of taken charge and not like uh, expressed to their parents that there might be some kind of thing going on in the closet or under the bed like uh, that little monsters movie with Fred Savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sets up the whole booby traps to catch the monsters and shit like that. Because his parents are not going to believe him. He fucking says. Because they says they that. probably just tell him to shut the hell up and you know go go to sleep. Are you go? You see the deal I'm getting on this fucking uh, electronic here? Like I don't need to hear your nonsense yeah, about yeah. knights yeah. popping through your closet. I mean, his dad would probably be like, "I'm watching Cinemax. Go away. This is this dad time." Was Cinemax on in 1981? I don't know. Maybe. I think MTV just came out, so he's probably watching that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, like he 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 gets ready for the. Uh, but instead of a knight, what pops through the closet, Roland? A bunch of little people. There you go. Yeah. Little people. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. I wanted Ooh. to. Ooh. Wanted to say it. I do. I mean, it's not a bad word. I think. Well. But whatever. I mean, just go with the, the fucking traveling dwarves. Yeah, they're called time traveling dwarves in the fucking description. So. Yeah. Okay. I don't think this is a slide against little people. No. No. He knew what I was going to say, but yes. Speaking of, speaking of that, I was watching Willow and, and uh, fucking uh, Val Kilmer calling them pecs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I um, totally Which is a term wouldn't. I didn't uh, realize I just wanted to hear her yeah. from Sega, you know. Uh, well, he can now with his new AI voice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's okay, Val Kilmer. We, I still like you. Yeah, you're still cool as fuck. What are you talking about? Um, so a bunch of uh, little dwarves come through. Little dwarf people, right? The dwarf people. Um, full of armor, right? No, they're just... Well, I mean... Some of them, some of them have some armor. Kenny Baker's wearing a fucking colander on his head. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that's what it is. That's what it is. Like, uh, what's, what's the name of the main... Uh, was it Randall? Yeah, Randall. He's wearing yeah. like like red... like. Uh, uh, like a red onesie or some shit, and like an aviator cap or some bullshit. That's right. They're all yeah. kind of wearing something look, different. They're, just, yeah. they're wearing just random shit. Uh, and they they jump into his room, and initially the kid like like scares the shit out of them. They think because they because uh, unbeknownst to him, they're aren't they fucking like strapped. Also, yeah, they yeah, all have fucking they all guns. Have Wally's got a fucking semi-auto or an automatic, <laughs> yeah, like a Tommy gun, just like firing into the fucking ceiling. They have fucking <laughs> weapons, and like this kid jumps and scares the shit out with a flashlight because, which is great because his 
so the night before, when Kevin gets visited by the knight who crashes through the fucking closet door and runs off, his dad comes up like, hey, it's with all this noise or whatever. Takes yeah, fucking <laughs> gunfire going off in your home. Yeah. You're like, just shut up. <laughs> drink yeah. a beer. And drink, drink the noise away. It'll be fine. <laughs> this beer's working. Uh, so, yeah, they... Uh, Wish I was Protestant. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Like the the bandits, uh, they're being chased. Like uh, yes, yeah. through time as they as they go along by they're, their boss. Well, it's not revealed that it's their boss. Quite uh, right. They just they right just away. refer to him as the supreme the being. Supreme being. So that's. Uh, I think he, as uh, anybody watching this movie, they, they call him supreme being, assuming like it's God character. God. Right. Well, he is, is the creator God. of existence or whatever the the new universe. Uh, and then they figure out that uh, it's not him. When the when uh, was it? They beam him a flashlight. Yeah, yeah. They, he turns off the flashlight or something like that. So they jump his ass and uh, like threaten him or something like that. Cause, uh, what did they ask him? Like where the if he knows where the um, the exit is or something like that. Uh, they're oh, what do they ask? I forgot. It doesn't matter. Like you know what I find funny is that like through. This entire movie, as they're traveling through time, they come through um, Kevin's closet, right? They burst through that. Yeah. But in every other sense, I mean, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, they open up, but up. They, they just get dropped they, in. Yeah, they yeah. dropped. Or, but in this or, one, they, or they run straight through it because they're in the play on it, France. The fucking. Oh, no, I know. But like, up. I'm talking about like when they, but like, do they, are they still like running through it on the other side or they get dropped into someplace? I know when they when they're leaving, they run through it. But as they're coming, I don't in, remember it, how when in. they got to medieval England, how that was set up. Because I think it's kind of you know cut scenes and because it did cut scenes, yeah. Because it didn't show them. Fuck. I th- I recall them getting dropped in, but like they're able to like leave, like running out. Yeah. And they get dropped like whenever they go to the next place, they get just. It's just like a like a hole in the ground they jump into, or. Like when they go into well, every uh, time they open up the portal, they can walk through it. Uh, uh, when they, when they actually get when to they the exit, other place, well, yeah. when they're entering, right. I they just, get dropped. And I just uh, it's weird because I mean, I mean it's, it's just like a small detail, but they they crash through his closet, and then they push the wall to get to the whatever. Other, right. Yeah. The wall end. does some like goofy uh, uh, stretching fucking animation or whatever they they push right. they push the wall of the kid's room and it just like extends out like 30 feet or some shit okay um i want to go over like um before we like start talking about like where they go who they meet what are the reasons for time travel oh well i'm not sure if this is a time travel movie though what do you mean well why not I mean, they are time travel. Are you? Are you? Are you? you, So, are you? Would you rather refer this as a heist movie then? Is that what you mean? No, I. What? uh, I'm not sure if they're traveling in time or if they're actually traveling to parallel dimensions. Um, I mean, they do mention like like when they talk about the supreme being as the creator of the universe. They don't say like the multiverse or. And well. The reason they're like the uh, upside down. They they the the only way they're able to travel time. We'll just quote that for now. Um, they have a time map which they stole. Yeah, it tells them where all the from the, the time, supreme being the time holds. Yeah, and because uh, 
The universe wasn't uh, created. Yeah, apparently it was a, a botched job. Yeah, because it was created in <laughs> six days. Yeah. Six days, yeah. So there's a few little like uh, discrepancies in the universe that they can... Uh, it's it's basically like um seems like almost like a schematic for like uh, faulty areas in the universe and they can kind of right, jump yeah, through they, them. Yeah, they they find the, the glitch in the matrix, and uh, yeah, and so instead of patching them, you know, the time bandits figure why not get fucking rich off of them? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So because they're 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 disgruntled workers, they're uh, overworked and underpaid, just like uh, everybody else. So and I mean they're not too bad about. Uh, they're no, not too bad like, uh, thieves, you know. And I, I mean, say that like they they get a pretty decent amount of things somehow, wherever they go. Like, but I mean, it's sort of like a happy-go-lucky kind of situation because they're not very smart either. They just sort of like they're kind of going by the seat of their pants. You exactly. Know? They just sort of fall into these these happy or rather convenient coincidences. Well, it's also we find out though that their first or the first heist that Kevin's on with. On them with was their first actual fucking heist, um, right? Okay, so yeah. so so when they crashing through uh, Kevin's closet, that's just them trying to get away from the supreme being. Uh, yeah, because they they had just so. uh, they pretty much had just ripped the they map. Just at that decided point. to uh, revolt. That's right. To seize the means. Take that, God. Production. <laughs> so um, where do they go first with Kevin? Oh, taking well, Kevin with them, that's, Napoleonic uh, France, right? <laughs> with uh, Napoleon being played by Ian Holm. Oh wait, wait, wait! No, they're not. Isn't that the first? No, no, no. They 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 hit French or the Napoleonic era at times, but I don't believe they're in France. Oh, um, aren't they in Poland? No, no, they're in Poland. Are they? I don't know where the fuck they go. But uh, but at some place that the French are bombing and well, I guess bayonetting the shit out of uh <laughs> since we're talking pre-industrial revolution but uh but uh they find uh napoleon pretty much uh watching like a puppet show wanting to ah. get uh pretty much entertained they land in italy italy there you okay. go. um pretty much anyone who's performing for napoleon is on the verge of like death. being murdered um out of boredom and we we they they come upon uh i guess this little play that they're throwing and uh napoleon really likes it when small people get hit right yeah or small people doing anything he just yeah. he just loves them because he's small yes but that won't but don't say that because he'll he'll murder you and uh he's small but he's not time bended small so he right. fucking loves them when they show up and they save the show because uh like right before they show up the uh director's about to fucking yeah. eat a bullet <laughs> he's, he's about to shoot himself <laughs> in the head and then these little guys show up, and they're, he's like, oh, cool, sure. You know, he, he has no idea who the fuck they are. They just sort of wander on stage. And uh, I do like when, they, when, that, when they're done, and um, he's gonna, he has a noose, too. Yeah. Uh, he's trying to, like, hang himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because he's watching them. He's, he's, he has no idea what the fuck is going on, so he's just already ready to die. It's like, okay, well, you know, let me just. I think I events. mentioned this in our first round of this, is that whenever he was actually going to hang himself, and he fainted that he wasn't going to actually kill yeah. himself. Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought he was just going to, like, drop and he pretty much kill himself right then and there. Um, but they actually... Yeah, but Napoleon loves the fucking show. And yep. basically just because it descends into just sheer chaos. Uh, because 
they start bumping into each other and getting fighty. So they end up in a fucking big brawl and yep. Napoleon just eats that shit up and wants an encore, goes up, kisses the director right. of the show on both cheeks real quick. <laughs> and and he ends up firing all of his fucking his general, military his advisors and shit. Yeah. Because they piss him off. promotes the time bandits and Kevin. <laughs> so the next time we see them... We're at a banquet hall, and Napoleon's getting hammered to talk about all the these various greats of the past, like Alex of Macedonia and right Alexander, all that shit. Um, and talk about how short they were or how diminutive they were, <laughs> and but it's an adorable scene because everyone of the Time Bandits and Kevin are now in like French officer regalia. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking cute, man. <laughs> It's really funny. Um, <coughs> I I thought the uh, I was very surprised by like the production value of the uh, the sets in these in these fucking in this movie. Like they're all just fucking elaborate. Well, my man, when you have a beetle helping you out, it's got to be top notch. Yeah. Speaking of which, like, what was oh. I know we usually do that later, but what was the budget on this uh, yeah, motherfucker? So because it was because it getting was, in. Uh, so it's five million. Yeah. So that's how much that that guy got for mortgaging his. What did they say? One of his offices. Yeah, he mortgaged one of his offices to bankroll this uh, this film. Basically saved it. Uh, like, how big was his goddamn office or whatever? Well, no, no, no. He probably just had to do that on top of other money he was yeah. funneling out. Of out. His own, um, he got Beatles books. Dude, George Harrison, man. I mean, come on, man. He's fucking rich as shit. Uh, when did this movie come out? In 81. 81. How rich was he in the 80s? Already at that George point, Harrison probably picking up like Beatles royalties left and right still at that point. But he had already done like uh, like All Things Must Pass and shit like that, and that was probably a fucking huge hit too for him. Word, mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and he's probably still making money off of uh, his previous. Oh no, that came later in time. Well, I mean, was like, this during the the traveling Woolberry days with uh, Roy Orbison? And fucking <laughs> <laughs> well, I was I was thinking Tom about Petty when he helped bankroll uh, Monty Python's Life of Brian, which. I think came out in the, it was the late 70s. Late it? 70s, yeah, because yeah, 83, I think, was Meaning of Life, which was their last movie. So, yeah, for a second, I had, I was, I was like, oh, fuck, you know, he fucking bankrolled Time Bandits and then did No Life of Brian. That's really, you know, killer of him. But, well, I mean, he's probably, he's friends with these guys. So, I mean, well, yeah. And so I was thinking about, you know, the budget and set design and stuff because it was fucking impressive. But then you also have all, a lot of big name dudes there. But actually, how big was Ian Holm at that time? Um, you have Sean Connery. Yeah, but Sean Connery, as we're watching that little video about, like, 10 well, things I mean, you Sean didn't Connery know about. By this point, like, just a huge uh, Well, yeah, but movie. I wonder how much, since he liked the script and kind of jumped on it, maybe he just was like, I don't need much money. You know, like, I don't know. No, like, he he was already. Because it was more, probably more of a passion project for him. like Rich as balls. I mean, the guy was. Because how much of that fucking budget would have just had to gone to him, even for like kind of a minorish role? If he hadn't have been as, uh, you mean like to be more convincing to get him to, to take it on, as opposed to him sort of like showing an in, his own interest in it? Correct. Yeah, like, like if they taking a if cut. they actually came with an offer versus him going, oh, I'd love to do this. Right. Oh, you know? <laughs> uh, no. That's a terrible, terrible, <laughs> terrible. Uh, uh, losers always whine about their best. <laughs> This is why you're not getting another beer gotta, for a little bit. Oh, please. <laughs> Come on. Wow, you got to ruin this. You take little sips rolling, right? 
Okay, I was trying so, to see how big he was, but uh, like in the time that uh, Time Bandits came out, Ian Holm, and uh, yeah, aside from Alien, I'm not, I'm not particularly familiar with most of these uh, these films because uh, they're all like TV movies that probably showed on like yeah BBC 15 or something. Yeah, yep, yep, <laughs> yep, yep. The original Man in the Iron Mask uh, and stuff. Oh, and that's stuff. The this is the second time he's played Napoleon, apparently. There was a sh TV miniseries called Napoleon <laughs> and Love. <laughs> he reprised the role. Perfect. Uh, the Frighteners had a TV series. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. I heard about it. Never saw it. Uh, anyways. Um, so, yeah, like. Um, Shelley Duvall, I think, was. Kind of a big name at that point. Well, she had her, she think, was already in uh, The Shining, right? The Shining, yeah. But that came yeah. out, what, 70? Well, she had come out in Popeye, too. And so. Oh, shit. She was yeah, olive, oil. olive Olive oil. I don't remember that shit. It's nuts. But anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, 1981, $5 million can get you well, like, pretty decent... Uh, oh, yeah, I'm just thinking about, sure. like, you know, some of the star power I mean, that's in here and... It, it, then the also this all got start off with set design it's because you know they went crazy with some of this stuff and some of it was you know Shh, it's just a model to you me, know? Yeah. Like, it's just a model Shh. You know? so to me growing up like I'm trying to remember this movie I don't I don't remember it much as like being a huge hit you know like I always thought of it as like a, one of those cult movies uh, it was just kind of like a, a a a few people knew about it and they, you know, thought it was cool as fuck. It wasn't like, you know, oh, you know, as easily memorable as like Star Wars or again, Aliens or any of that other shit, um, which is strange uh, to me mostly because they seem to have made back like a lot of fucking money as far as the, the box office numbers went. Like if the, bud the budget was 5 million and it says there that they made 42.4 uh, million back. So like that seems like a pretty successful. Uh, yeah, but I mean, um, and considering, like, it's an 80s movie, like, uh, there are so many fucking, like, you know, I, movies out the ass that are, like, still very popular. I, I still never had heard of this movie until, up until, like, most recently. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, again, I had heard of the name Time Bandits, but, like, I never assumed that it was a movie or anything. Yeah. Um, or I never even attempted to look for it. Uh, to I, watch I it. had honestly thought you had seen it before because I could have sworn that, like... I, I would always mention it in passing, like, you know, very randomly every so often whenever we'd talk about, like, old, weird-ass, like, obscure fucking movies. And I'd, I'd always remember saying, like, oh, fuck, I, I wish I could see Time Bandits again kind of thing. I don't know. You always gave me that, like, I guess, nod of, of, uh, of, uh, uh, of, uh, oh, just what, the... what I thought was, like, agreeing with me and, like, <laughs> Sort of like, yeah, I remember. No, I was just like, was actually just, talking just not. Yeah, exactly, like, oh, you bitch. Might be quiet. It'll be over <laughs> soon. <laughs> just, you're just fucking ignoring me, you know, as always. Um, then other big actors, I guess, in this movie would be John Cleese, Michael Palin, even though they both had kind of bit roles in this, as did Shelley Duvall. But I had absolutely forgotten that John Cleese was in this movie. When I saw him fucking bust out on the fucking screen as Robin Hood, like, I was, I was slapping my ass off the whole time. Uh, it's fucking cool and hilarious as fuck. Uh, what did he say? Like at the end of every, at the beginning of every sentence, jolly good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that that that's that's a Robin Hood movie I would love to see. Absolutely. Oh hell yeah! I was like, holy shit, this is like what Men in Tights ended up being. Robin Hood retires. 
Yeah. And we could still get John Cleese in. <laughs> oh, that would be fucking cool. Because he's like 83 now or something yeah. like that. No, you know? it, it's, like, it's more so the fact that he's, he's like, acts, he's, he's leading all these like, you know, barbarian type of assholes. Like, and yeah. he's just like, oh, I'm a font of positivity. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, the poor are going to be delighted to get yeah. all this. Like, yeah, <laughs> go bring the poor in, bring yeah. the poor in. That's uh, fucking great. The, the guy starts punching them in the face as they as they give them those, uh, as they as they pass on the, the spoils or whatever. But it's great, man, because like John Cleese is kind of like, you know, can play the straight man very well as, as, yeah. as well. And so to see him play like, the straight man character, but be a total goofball at this, you know, the, the same, you know, blink of an eye. It's just. <laughs> what does he say? Like when, uh, when that thug is punching the people, he's like, what, you, do you have to do that? Yeah, it's absolutely it's, necessary. <laughs> like, yes. He hits, he like punches a, a, an old woman full on he's the like, face. Oh, well, I guess if it's necessary. <laughs> like. yeah. Just sort of throws up his hands. Well, there you go. Here you go. I, I saw I, You're fine. I saw something that was saying that uh, it was like a representation of uh, whenever God comes at the end, and uh, Kevin asks him why is there like evil or some shit. He's like, oh, free will, and he kind of just like, oh yeah, I think it has something to do with free will, and he just kind of waves <laughs> yeah. it off. Yeah, it's great. Uh, they had mentioned like, oh, they got to take the good with the bad, so that's and they referenced the the Robin Hood scene, <laughs> like when all the poor people were getting their. Yeah. And then they just walk away happy, you know, like no big deal. They go, you gotta get take this good thing, but you gotta take this fucking right. slap in the face that's coming to you, you know. Um but yeah, so like after like the they fucking um uh, pretty much raided Napoleon's uh like his possessions or sort of like he stole from people. Yeah. yeah. They uh, swiped the Mona Lisa as well, apparently, <laughs> like or the Mona Lisa. Uh I don't know how I don't remember how they escape from this one. Do they walk behind? Well, they no, they they, 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 they tell, make all the, yeah, the guards they, like turn. Was it about face? About or, face, yeah, yeah, but they did it in French, so it's yeah. like tête. That's like tête's one of the few words. Yeah, so they all like pretty much like walked out to the portal, but then like of course they turned around. Well, one of the fucking generals or whatever hears all the clanging of all the riches, like being dragged on the ground. Yeah, and then they they fall into uh, uh, the uh, England, right? Or yeah, where we run Victoria into the Robin Hood area. scene, which we keep getting to, just because it's probably one of it's, the funnier, objectively scenes in that entire yeah. movie. Just yeah, they uh, they get caught uh, in all of them all at once. Get caught in a a, a tripwire or something like that, a, a hang 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 rope or whatever, and they all end up in a, in a tree upside down, and. Um, Randall has like a uh, Randall has like a I don't know like a thug off or whatever with yeah. one of the mercenaries. <laughs> he like he's like, don't worry, I got this handled. And like the the the, the group comes up to him and they're like, what is would he you say? steal from old ladies? He's like, you know, indeed. Yeah. And like, <laughs> why wouldn't you? Or, you Rob know, Cannon from says, Babies, of course. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need that shit. And uh, you know, and then, funny, not not knowing anything about this movie, the Robin Hood. Robin Hood coming out was a surprise. Yeah. Like, um, I just thought they were gonna deal with like these uh these, these fucking thugs. These, yeah. Know? And then fucking Robin Hood shows up. I was like, oh <laughs> yeah. Fuck, and, and it's 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 fucking fucking so funny that like all of them are dirty as fuck. And he's and like, they're all yeah. they're all and they're all scumbags too. Yeah. And he comes out just you know clean he's pressed clean. and just <laughs> like I, everything's iron. Good morning, everyone. Yeah. In, in his pantyhose. Uh. <laughs> See, for a second there, I thought that Robin Hood was like playing like this real soft character, but he's actually a oh, real he's fucking turn into a bastard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any moment, all right, kill him. 
Yeah, because um, I, I, I mean, he, he's, again, like you said with Junk, he's like, just, you're just it seems waiting like for, you're waiting for him to kind of just like switch fucking like on a dime, you know? Yeah, no, he doesn't. So like they could have told, they should have totally brought John Cleese back in. Um, in the end scene. Oh, instead the, of Sean Connery or whatever in the well, fire, no, no, no. Uh, fire truck in the when they bring you know all you know the fucking oh, armies right. yeah, and yeah, all that yeah, shit yeah, to yeah. go fight the the evil one. Right, right. That I probably but you have fucking in. John Cleese swinging from a rope and missing or something. <laughs> Tiny <Tally> ho, <laughs> yeah, just like swings in. It would be a nice little callback to that, that scene really in fucking Holy Grail. Yeah, you know? that's right. Where he was Lancelot and did some of the same stupid shit and like could I have a push and it was just mm. um that would have been so great. John Cleese if you're watching this and Terry Gilliam if you're watching this you're like we're you know we'll we'll go be extras in Time Bandits too sure uh, or Robin Hood retires <laughs> or anything you guys want to fucking you know <laughs> yeah we anything. got a best boy grip right here you know so I have you said anything. At least Two months of experience uh, on a film Hard set. Hard experience. Hard experience on a film set. Like an actual film. You don't have to pay me much. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you've never heard of it. <laughs> uh, prestigious <laughs> or, film called The Red Queen. <laughs> or, or you don't have to pay him at all. When are we going to do The Red Queen? I mean, I think I've asked this before, but. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. We'll do that sometime. Yeah. <laughs> that should be a Patreon episode. <laughs> anyway we're gonna take uh, take me back to the golden years now where do they go from uh this medieval well England that's place? when the evil one sets up that or uh like trap or whatever where there's like right. the fake so porthole and the kevin ends up in mycenaean greece right right and we have no idea where Randall and the other boys are. I assume they're still there until they figure out how to get to where Kevin is. They well, get separated because right. what happens is two doors show up yeah. in the <laughs> in the forest as they're running away. And Randall's like, take the door. And the kid's like, which, which one? one? <laughs> any of them. He's like, any of them. Not that one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right as he's running into one of them, they just yell out, not that one. And he like ends off by himself with yeah. – uh, Sean Connery as Agamemnon fighting the like the Minotaur uh, or a guy with a friggin' uh, bull, a bull helmet, helmet thing, a, bull, a bull's head on his on his face. And to our surprise, it's Sean Connery. Right as uh, un, well as the as the guy um, fighting him, he's he's wearing like a like a Trojan uh, or whatever helmet kind of thing. You can't see who it is until that until fucking helmet looks flight. really uncomfortable. It probably was. I'm surprised the fucking like toupee stayed on too when he unhelmeted himself. Oh yeah, himself. When he took it off. Yeah, like, maybe it didn't. Like in the wait, yeah. how? When did uh, Sean Connery start going bald? Like oh, like wait, oh, fuck, dude. Like I mean, this was in the eighties. I mean, I thought he was still yeah, but like, his hair didn't look like that, dude. You know, it's the curliest. I mean, look, away. there's that. You know, look at yeah. that hairline. You know, that's probably from the sixties. Yeah, that ain't curly, dude. That's no, yeah. This is his fucking James Bond. Uh, How old was uh, Connery around this? How old is fucking Connery? Right he now? was Connery's like, oh, he's dead, but he was like, he <laughs> Wait, was like, in his John 80s. Connery died, really? He's dead already? <laughs> yes, dude. He died last year. He's 90. He was 90. Did he die of COVID last year? No, I think he just, no uh, he had some. I mean, the hospital probably said it was COVID, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they want to cut. Get that, get that like, money. No, man, he's got like, like, uh, um, oh, so he's like seven. He's got like straight wavy hair or whatever. And in, in this fucking film, like his hair is like curly. Is he seven years old? When he died? Yeah. No, dude, no, he was 90. 90. 
He was old. Oh, I'm that's thinking, 2020, think, not 2000, bud. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. All right. Um, no, like, it literally says 90 right right above that. So, so I think he was he was he's been wearing a toupee for quite some time. So he was like in his so fucking 50s. 50s. I just yeah, so he was like 50, 51 when he did Time Bandits, dude. No shit. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah like Sean Connery, oh man, the guy like did not, you you had no idea how old he was. Watch, look yeah, he's 72 is Bond right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought when I saw this film, I was like, holy fuck, it must have been hot as fuck over there because, I mean, it looked like they were in the actual desert. Not, this wasn't one of those... Uh, Oh yeah, it didn't look those, like a set. Yeah, uh, those on-set, on-set uh, location things. Like holy shit, dude! Or on-location sets, rather. You can, you can feel the heat. Yeah, in that one. Yeah, yeah, it so dry. God damn. Well, it's like fuck. you know, in fucking the first Star Wars movie, they're in fucking Tunisia, fucking filming that shit. But that was fucking you know super frigid. Amazing. So. Yeah. So what what exactly is Kevin doing in this? Like he he, he's, he, finally, he finally gets his father figure that he's he, only yeah he, he, oh man he, gets like, his pops. he, he doesn't want to leave yeah he Would and you he knows leave if Sean Connery was your fucking dad like I mean if no. teaching you magic Are you kidding me yeah right, right? <laughs> teaching you you're pretty much gonna be the heir to this fucking like throne and shit like yeah it just happens to well because I mean he saved his life I right? thought the like, I thought yeah. his I thought this uh, queen person was gonna like dude yeah do I, some I, shady shit like, I, she didn't get I'm chance, certain that she was that on was her way. something where you know probably she was you know gonna... some sort of scenes got cut to you know got hit the you know cutting room floor mm. yeah. because. She was not happy about any yeah, of that yeah. shit. There but they like didn't there was a lot of foreshadowing like to, to Yeah, but the probably thing is like she was barren. Probably. But also they somehow figured out that it was probably like evil spirits or yeah. like the the magic that he does that's keeping his little boys from swimming and stuff. Well, that's do you think that bad. maybe she thought he was like uh, Kevin was like some kind of like little demon to come take over? Well, like or some evil I don't know spirit. what she thought, but because uh, I mean, she had she had a look to her that was like she had, oh, a, Sean, Sean, Sean she had a bunch of yeah, sidelong glances, man. Just like, <laughs> what does Sean uh, Agamemnon tell the kid when when he shows up? He's like, he thinks he he came from the realm of the gods. Like he, he asked him, yeah, because you know, are you of he, Merc- he, are you of Hermes? Are you of uh, uh, Zeus? Yeah. Who, yeah. who sent you? The gods? Zeus, Apollo, Athena? Yeah, and then you know. And the kid was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I just want to go back to my friends. And he's like, okay, cool. And then he whips out this soul-stealing device and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. He doesn't, he doesn't he fucking bat an eye. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, my son. You know, like just okay. look at you with your evil magic, stealing people's souls. That's so cute. I'm gonna show you real magic. And he pulls out the, the fucking coin out of his ear. And all you fucking need is Kevin to like open the thing with like the film, and he's like, Oh my god. He would have fucking flipped this shit, man. Um so yeah, like the the kid the kid's fucking like happy as fuck to meet to meet uh, Sean Connery or whatever. But I mean, then we get the bandits uh, in disguise coming to steal Kevin back. Yeah, that was really funny. Like I knew how that scene was gonna end, and it was like it was just very very slapstick or whatever when they disappear, and Agamemnon's there just like. Uh, it just so happens that the time, the time portal is right. Yeah, there. <laughs> right, right in the middle of the of the the stage or whatever that they're they're performing at. They uh, they hide under that. Is that where the thing. term plot holes come from? Give me another. Thank you. I, I, Thank you. I, I, <laughs> Thank you. That deserves another Good beer. <laughs> where was my applause? It was there. And I, you expect to get another beer? It was. How fucking dare you? 
I was clapping on the inside, my, in my heart. You're clapping those ass cheeks. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was just trying to think. That's, just, that's not the inside, bitch. That's that's the OnlyFans. You, you gotta pay for that. That's down low, okay? Yeah, that's, that's Patreon shit. If you want to see Roland clap his ass cheeks, <laughs> donate to our Patreon from a seated position. Oh, and subscribe too. Oh my God, subscribe. All right, he's Follow. not gonna put one in. Subscribe. There's gonna be Follow nothing here. Twitter. Follow yeah. Instagram. Nothing here, side. nothing there. It's not going to hit the... <laughs> this bit is already ruined. So... I promise you. <laughs> but yeah, but, but there did seem space for Agamemnon's wife to try to have Kevin thrown in jail or yeah, banished I mean, or yeah. something shitty to happen to him. That's yeah. literally what I thought was going to happen. Like, nah. Just by looks alone and her... Yeah, uh, all those, yeah all the stink that she was giving him, I was like almost certain she was gonna do some fucked up shit to Kevin. Some witch powers. Nope, nothing. That was like a just like a an abandoned plot plot line or whatever. I still I still thought it was the funniest way how that's that that era ended with uh them just sort of like what happened? And then you know, where where do they go from there? Is it to the to the uh uh, from there, the Titanic is that one? They're like yes, yes, you. yeah. They're Titanicing. So yeah, now they head to the Titanic. Um, I, I, was, I I found like the way the way they they fucking uh, sink the ship. Uh, I don't remember how that happened. Well, they just fucking crash into. They're right? they're all chilling and then on, uh, on the ship like just living it up and stuff and then yeah. bang. And and they're all just fucking chilling on a fucking uh, was it. Was it a piece of wood or something? Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm surprised they're not plane. dying from the fucking cold water. They're all just like, they're fine. Yeah. They're, they're, they're. Might I say that because Kevin at this point is fucking pissed. Right. Yeah. He didn't want to go. At the time, man, because he didn't want to go. Like, he was going to be just living ancient like, Greece no, and happy. be great. And they're like, no, you're not. You need to come with us. We're, we know what's good for you. So Randall has a one on one with him, and there's just all this like. <laughs> Tobacco related, just he's, like he's breathing the cigar smoke in him. And doesn't he like ash on him? It's well, he he like gestures and like hits Kevin, like and singes some of his hair and shit. Yeah, and he's like, oh, like, sorry, oh. you know, <laughs> passing that, that, uh, that looked pretty convincing. Yo, uh, the good old days when you can blow a cigarette smoke or a cigar smoke in a child's, in a kid's, in a child's uh, face. Child's face, yeah. And the kid just sits there and takes it. Doesn't even yeah. bitch. They just do a little. <laughs> and you go, shut up, toddler. <laughs> Don't be a pussy. Yeah. You need the minerals. <laughs> Fortify your bones. That's right. Give, um, give your hair that luster. What uh, doesn't um, the evil one send? send the, does he send the ship? No. Where does the ship come from? I forgot. It's oh, it's it just it's just there. Oh wait, you're, wait. you're talking about the next scene, right? Yeah, because they're they're in the water. Yeah, and they're, that, they're in the water. Yeah, and, like, and they so just, then there's they a ship that's out there that's well, just sort of comes. Yeah, out. well, when they fuck off to the Age of Legends or whatever, right? Like, yeah, it's just that ship's out there, and yeah, but it doesn't seem to be a plot because I think that the whole idea because, of just that, that ship is from that's not from that particular time, though, is it? No, well, it's the Age of Legends. Yeah. So like, oh, no, no, because they uh, they did another uh, time jump at that point oh, okay. because. Because it was a thing of because apparently it's not necessarily important whether or not a time hole actually is where you are. It's believing that there could be a time hole or something. I didn't yeah, understand how they the, 
no, it's there. Yeah, so the power of make-believe once again. Right, and yeah, because it was like in the middle of the ocean in the, and, and they didn't want to go at first because they're like, we're floating on, on, you know. A plank in the Atlantic. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. like, no, let go, trust us. I'm like, well, here we go. Abandoned plank. <laughs> and um, they 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 pass through a portal and and end up in another know, ocean. Another ocean, exactly. <laughs> right, 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 right. And uh, these, I guess, were essentially like pirates, sort of. I it's don't an know. ogre, isn't it? Well, yeah, yeah, it's an ogre and his his ogre wife. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they they like catch her. Her name's Miss Ogre. Mrs. Mrs. Ogre. Pardon me. Yes. How dare you? Uh, uh, they 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 love each other very Doesn't much. He, he has like back problems and shit. Yeah, yeah. And yeah he's he's got like a, a lower back uh, issues and, and all sorts of other crap like uh, like cuts on him and shit that she's got like a salve for and <laughs> he's just old. They're just old. It's an old couple and like they eat anything that comes into uh, their nets. And I think he uh, the ogre makes a joke about that when they they find like it wasn't fish or something, but he was talking about how like he misses catching like boots and yeah. like, just random shit and like to eat. Well, then they reiterate that joke when they capture the the time bandits in their fishing net. Yeah. And he's looking at like their boots or amazing comment how their clothes yeah. are going to taste or whatever. She's like, no, we can eat all of them. <laughs> and he's like, oh shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Real food. And uh, she's like, okay, I'm going to go. Uh, she's going to, uh, Mrs. Ogre goes into the kitchen or whatever to prep, prep the knives and everything. And she's like, scare she them. She's going to get know. the big skewers. <laughs> uh, do, do all the ogre stuff like you used to. And he's like, okay. And so that's when he tries to, you know, he tries Just to leer yeah. and scowl or whatever. <laughs> like you used to in the old days. And he's like, oh, yeah. Like, because this guy is also like, he's senile as fuck too. And he starts to yell. And then like his back goes out. You hear it like, oh, and. Uh, well, no, because he tries to pick up or he picks up one of the right, fucking dwarves. Right. And then he's just like, you, oh, you shit. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, are you okay? He's like, oh, I'm fine. You know, again. Is it your back hurting you? Little right. fucking Kevin. Uh-huh. And so <laughs> they, they, uh, they, they all grab his arms and legs and try to stretch him out. You know, and uh, basically which, they, they make him feel better. Right, they make him feel better. He's just like, oh, this is amazing. Like, oh, I feel great. You know, and then. I was just looking at that. I'm like, that would make you feel worse. I don't, I don't, okay, whatever, movie magic. Are you an ogre? Um, chiropractic was different in the Age of Legends. Right. And uh, I'm pretty sure Kevin has a lot of experience, like, popping people's backs and stuff. Does he? I don't know, I'm just saying. Right, maybe. Okay, let's go with that. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I was, it was pretty funny, though, because they're just there, you know, stretching out his back, and then they start counting, like, okay, let's do it again, one, two, and then they just toss Throw his ass off the, <laughs> out of the boat, and... Um, I forgot. Uh, they they pretty much they push his wife over too. Yeah, yeah they, they hide in the in the cauldron or whatever, and she comes out, and they just sort of like, boo, and just push or they just push her off. Um, and uh, the the ogre doesn't give a shit though because he's feeling so much better. He he he. Oh yeah, he's was, sitting there swimming in the like. He thought they know. were joking. He's like, ha ha. ha you oh know, no, like, he's swimming in the fucking ocean. He's just like, is this part of the therapy? Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he uh, he screams, he yells or whatever, and. Uh, you know, uses Hits his, the sails. his yeah. ogre strength or whatever. Yeah, he, he's feeling so much now like himself. Now I can really roar. <laughs> that he blows the fucking ship away. Oh, no, cough. Oh, he coughs. I think he coughs. I think it was a mighty cough. 
Oh yeah, that's right. Oh man, that sucks so much. <laughs> like to think about. Um, I, yeah, I, he pretty I much, he pretty it, much screws himself over and just basically leaves yeah. him and his wife in the ocean. Yeah, and she, I don't know what she does. Like she's just sort of like, "What are you doing?" Like she's just she's like, "Oh, you get them or whatever." Yeah, she's just so Mrs. Ogre is, is so nice in her murdering ways, but she's still so so uh, uh, chipper. But uh, I I thought it was kind of weird uh, with the next scene how like this, it's not like a giant. Like stands up under the under the. He pretty much the, the ship is like. It a looks hat, like the right? ship is his fucking hat. Like, that's what I like thought it was. That's what it. That's what it is. It's yeah. like it's strapped on and shit yeah. too. Um, but so that was where it was kind of strange to me in that like so the ogre blew the ship and the giant through the water when he coughed. Like, was the giant always there? Yeah, I. I get. From my understanding, he that. was always there. It was strapped to his head. But the fact that like it's sailing, like is the giant like walking through the water or just like floating along? Yeah. Then is this, what was like, the, the giant equivalent of those arm floaties that people use? What the, would the uh, what would the ogre's cough would have mattered then when there was a guy like a behemoth exactly like, underwater yeah. with the with the ship hat? To to um, to then I'd have to wonder if like goddamn that ogre uh, uh, must must have been a badass. I don't know because um, that was kind of strange. It was cool though. It's now, so cool. um, as far as like them time traveling, if they're going into the Age of Legends, this is like another. What would, would this be considered? It at this point isn't considered a time zone. I think it's close. As this would be like another dimension. Well, yeah. See, that's that's part of why I think I, like maybe this isn't about time travel because this is also the Age of Legends is apparently where they like, run into the domain of the evil genius. Right. So I yeah. think. Uh, at this point, they step, <coughs> they step out of time because I want to say that's where his his lair is or whatever. It's a place that's it's not it's like nest nested within this age of legends right. or whatever. It's it's not well, in like because don't don't they come up upon that like clear the glass thing? Yes, and they, they break the barrier, through. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's easily can, they easily get through it, so there's no like real how special this place is. Um, but I mean, it was intentional right, for them so, to find yeah, it like and get his, there. The time of legends is uh, is uh, uh, this the evil uh, supreme evil or whatever. The time fuck. of legends, sorry. It's his uh, his realm is what it's uh, yeah. is what they, they actually say. And so, so this is like them out of time. Right, is, they're no longer time traveling. They're just like they're trying to locate the for some reason. And this is another thing that I thought was really funny. Right, um, they're trying to locate the ultimate darkness because at at that at, I think in the Medieval time is that when the the uh, ult, uh, the the evil evil uh, takes control of uh, Og. Yeah, it is. And uh, he tells them, "Oh yeah, I know this this thing that would be really great to steal." Because they're trying to figure out what like what should we where should we go next? What should we take? And then he's like, yeah, it's "I've the- got an idea forming in my brain." <laughs> uh, and they're like, uh, "He's like, yeah, it's this thing called you know the ultimate darkness." And uh, they're like, oh, that sounds cool. We should do that. You know, like, really? How does that sound like a fuck? Okay, well, sure. You Man, know? these people are, these, they're dumb. these persons are jumping through time with As pretty pretty recklessly. Book. So, I mean, why wouldn't they want to do this? I mean, if is this going to make them more money? Is this going to get them richer? Is this going to give them more power? The most what fabulous do they have to object in the world awaits them in the fortress of ultimate darkness. And what was that object? These nuts. Um, no idea. It was the well, the, 
didn't fucking exist, but it was just a trap. But it was like the uh, super kitchen of the future or whatever. <laughs> like, it was a double toaster oven. Um, what do they say? No, I don't think it's it's ever it's ever specified. Uh, no, that's what they stumble upon though. Like it was part of the trap of the evil genius. Oh yeah. right, when uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. It, he he appears like he's on a on a, a QVC show or whatever, or like, right? or like a game show sort of thing. Go. Like oh, you know, what do our winners have here? And it's like you know, oh, look at this, you know, super deluxe badass kitchen set thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he trip, tri you know, tricks them and traps them and separates them uh, and takes the map. For himself, um, I was trying to remember all the like some of the lines that uh, uh, the evil supreme. Uh, well, evil that's, genius uses. let's talk about like I'm probably the best character in this whole fucking movie, and that is, uh, what is the, the evil genius. Um, has the best lines throughout the whole movie. He's got a cool design. Like it's it's cheesy, but. Uh, um, we want to like read some of these lines because I mean I would love to like just I'd rather just play the movie, but like. <laughs> I mean, where do you get, like, ahead, copyright I mean. strikes? <laughs> um, he says, God isn't interested in technology. He cares nothing for the microchip or the silicon revolution. Look how he spends his time. 43 species of parrots. Nipples for men. Slugs. Slugs. He created slugs. They can't hear. They can't speak. They can't operate machinery. <laughs> are, are we not in the hands of a lunatic? It's fucking, uh, of course, delivered way better than I, I mean, again, like, we're doing right now. So. Uh, uh, Warner has such a fucking great voice. Um, this was your, your, your favorite one here, Ray. Oh, Benson, dear Benson, you are so mercifully free of the ravages of intelligence. <laughs> oh, you say such nice things, master. Yes, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that that uh, abrupt apology is yeah. funny. If I were creating a world, I wouldn't mess about with butterflies and daffodils. I would have started with lasers. Eight o'clock, day one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, this is this one's my favorite. When I have the map, I will be free, and the world will be different because I have understanding. Uh, understanding of what, master? Digital watches, <laughs> and soon I shall have understanding of video cassette recorders and car telephones. <laughs> and when I have understanding of them, I shall have understanding of computers. And when I have understanding of computers, I shall be the supreme being. <laughs> um, it's funny. It's funny that he's saying all that shit, and like now we have uh, that. Yeah, <laughs> like that's literally how things work. No, yeah. Uh, Suddenly, I feel very, very good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, master. No, it'll pass. It'll pass. <laughs> 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 I, I like when uh, uh, this one was just funny. Now, Benson, I shall have to turn you into a dog for a while. <laughs> very, very low balling that shit. Um, yeah, that um, because, but why? If that's the case, you are unable to escape from this fortress. He says, that's a good question. Why have I let the supreme being keep me here in the fortress of ultimate darkness? Because, because you. Shut up. I'm speaking rhetorically. <laughs> uh it, again, this has like like a, a Monty Python humor, like humor. Like you have to like. Uh, there's a lot of subtle. Yeah, it's all subtle things in there. Yeah, in there. Like this is not. It's it's not like so overt. Like you have to like pay attention. And you hear like the the way they deliver these lines, and it just it's just it's just so funny. There's, there's so much of it that you you can't help but but uh, pick up some of this stuff, and it's fucking hilarious. Um, 
Was it, uh, you are, what is this, this one? You are a very troublesome little fellow. I think I shall, should teach you a, one of my special lessons. What do you think, Robert Benson? Would, uh, what would look nice? Half warthog, half donkey, half oyster, half carrot? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, like, I, I was like, he's he's an absolute bastard. But Benson is probably like a like a second favorite part of that. It's because he's just like asking to be fucking <laughs> destroyed. Right? Yeah. What does he what does he tell him? Kill me now, master. Kill me right now. Later. Like oh. <laughs> and um, I, like, what are they wearing? Like they have like they have like just plastic over like their garbage. Fucking heads and shit. Yeah. Like, like they're they're wearing they're like the fucking furniture from yeah. the, the movie. Yeah, well, yeah. you got to make up for all the cool shit that. The evil genius is wearing yeah. <laughs> with his cool helmet and stuff, or is that part of his head? It's never really clear. I think it's part of his head. I don't know. Um, I just realized that one guy has like a huge horn, they have a rhino horn. Yeah. <laughs> now they they look like they're wearing. And actual if I separate, I can drink out of it. Garbage bags and shit. Uh, I mean, just, this just looks like old Doctor Who fucking costumery, man. Yeah. Um, He's he's got such a cool design, like everything. Like, it's it's just weird. Uh, and and it's just how does he expect to type with those fucking fingernails? He's gonna <laughs> learn computers, particularly the old fucking keyboards, man. You know, I'm pretty sure he will adapt. Yeah, so he can learn. His fingernails will fold back just like they do when they uses those finger guns. <laughs> and there you go. Yeah, he he will have the understanding of computers when he takes the typing class. So, um, I guess what is the overall like theme or message in uh, this movie? Like, I mean, time travel seems like a very well, minuscule part of it. Um, I, I don't. Terry know. Gilliam seems to like be going to some like deeper. Do you think so? Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's a kids' movie. And it's fucking like good, evil, free will. Like, well, that. that but is, there was that argument that was made from that little review we were checking out a little earlier about how it. Well, it I focuses like on a. On on uh, material like hyper materialism yeah. or something like that, where everybody's just obsessed with having stuff. And uh, I'm, I'm going to say it's somewhat prophetic if it's uh, talking about computers and shit like that. The the technological dawn, the, right. the dawn of the techno to technological Era. revolution. Bullshit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, totally armchair philosophizing right here, but. I think it's a critique against, you know, like God and God isn't all that good because particularly, you know, when they finally do meet the supreme being and like, you know, why is all this going on? He's very and blase like, and flippant about everything. Yeah, and he's just like, oh, it's good to see like my little experiment worked or whatever. Right, yeah, like, they, what they experiment? Even, they, <laughs> evil. They like, even, what the uh, fuck? <laughs> so when the time bandits confront him about like, you know, they're, they're apologizing, uh, you know, stumbling over themselves. Well, I mean, if we haven't like, Brought it up. I mean, the, the time bandits are pretty much what, like angels. I think they like said they mentioned something, something like that. that. Yeah, I think it's it's intimated that they are or insinuated that they are um, angels because, like, how they talked about how I think they it was helped. Og hasn't had like a thought in over a thousand years, right. and how they're there, you know, tending the gardens and stuff. Right, they helped and, create the forests and and all the you know the trees and the plants, and and they actually got. Kicked over. They made a, a shitty tree or whatever. They're real proud of it, but it was shit. And so, like, they end up getting Got demoted to like shrubs or something, <laughs> or something like that. And that's when they they get disgruntled. Um, but I, I I thought it was a pretty telling. Oh yeah, how and then 
another thing about like problematizing like you know the goodness of God. Um, well, I was- there's uh, when they get their jaws back and he tells them like, okay, yeah, but you was- get a seventeen percent cut and pay or whatever. Yeah, uh, they're like, oh, thank you, thank you. But it was a. Uh, but retroactive to the beginning of time or whatever. Right, yeah. Uh, so they have to they have to pay him. Yeah. So they're like, like thank <laughs> um, you, thank you. Well, I am the nice one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Supreme even even tells uh, tells them when they apologize for taking the map, he's like, I let you take it. Like, what are you talking about? This yeah. is all like this is all my plan. You know, I was like, is he being serious? Because if so, then he sucks. Uh, but if and if he's not, like, then he still sucks. Well, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, uh, just take any like. What like the the book of Job or something right, where yeah he has it's like all, all God allowing the devil to test to exist, Job yes. but yet he knew Job was gonna fucking be like this and right it's this whole like it, it's, it's just like God's just kind of like playing he's just fucking around yeah the, what's he's just a sociopath man what's the joke uh, <laughs> uh, kid with an ant farm or whatever uh, yeah well I mean that's what it seems like here like um, he looks like a like a, a capitalist uh, corporate, uh, right? Yeah, he's very corporate much yuppie, you know, dressed like a I don't know about a yuppie, but he is dressed like a like a businessman. Oh yeah, for sure. And he has he carries that air of douchiness uh, or uh, confidence. All right, that's what I meant to say about him. <laughs> didn't mean to say nothing about you, uh, supreme being. That, that yeah, go fuck yourself. So, um, yeah, it was it was pretty funny, but also very just. Uh, yeah, no, that was that was a good point, I guess, about how kind of, um, I guess, how fucking strange all of all of this, uh, 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 the undertones for this movie are. Um, I thought most of that was very. Uh, I guess it was it was very telling in the end, in the end of the movie to me, like with the ending itself, because I was like, is that it? There's not more. Like. No. Damn, that's fucked up. Okay, I like this now, but still, it's like this is supposed to be a kids movie. Because... That's what I'm saying. Like, like kids movies and kids TV shows back in the day were like had a lot of like His... darker themes going on within them. Like, I, and as a I, kid, you're just like, oh, it's this fun, is. You know? But that's the kind of shit I expected in a horror movie. Like. You know, when we saw this, like his parents, fucking, like they're do- they're gone. They they're, like they are up in a puff of smoke or some shit. Because what happens is, like after after they they beat the evil genius, like there's a coal of of him left, and they're like, "Don't touch it. It's concentrated evil." You know, and they send the kid back home, and that like his house burned down, like right, uh, and his parents. For some fucking reason, they pick up the toaster oven and you see the coal in there. And he's like, what does he say? Like, don't touch, don't that. touch that. It's pure evil. And then they're like, of course. <laughs> and like, they're just gone. And then that's the end of the fucking movie. Well, like then his, Sean Connery gives him a wink. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. As, <laughs> as a firefighter. The fire, as the firefighters drive away, you know. Like he, I thought he was going to be like, well, well, come on, kid. Like, come right. no, oh, yeah. on. new daddy. Peace out, kid. <laughs> yeah. Laters. And you then, could like, be our mascot. Um... <laughs> And then, Our dog like the, the camera pans out for, to like a view of the planet, right? Yeah. Like, I was kind of. And then the galaxy, and then it kind of superimposes the the map over all of that, right, and yeah. then the supreme being, you know, rolls it up. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Uh, so I guess in this movie, the only persons who are able to time travel are pretty much like interdimensional beings. Or beings from different realms, because I mean, this is these aren't like regular human beings that are like have complete control over uh, time travel. Oh, I was saying that uh, time travel in this movie isn't uh, 
controlled or created yeah, by then, human beings. This is the only like by interdimensional beings that are able to jump through time. But like, yeah, well, but it didn't stop like, Kevin. They're, they're, but is he doing himself though? Like he was always with the time bandits going through time. But the thing is, he like ran the fuck away, and then those two portals opened up when he ended up in Greece. Yeah, but I'm saying he's not in control of that though. But are they really? Okay, so we sort of went over this earlier, but uh, what? Aside, did you guys have any any particularly favorite scenes aside from you know John Cleese's uh, Robin Hood? Uh, um, I'll say well, John Cleese. Uh, anytime the evil genius is talking to his little minions there. Yeah. Um, those two primarily. I I, I really else. liked the the last scene where they have the battle with the evil genius and he starts doing all this wacky fucking like twisted ass like uh, <laughs> weaponry or whatever shooting out of him and stuff and like at one point like he just murders all of his minions in like a wave of his hand uh, when Kevin just sort of asks him like look I'll give you the map but you know fucking like, kills Benson the dog yeah <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny and like really fucking uh, dark yeah like. His minions are destroyed or whatever, and then like at that point, like he turns Benson into a dog and just poof, you just see the. If, dog if I was a kid when I saw this movie, this might like kind of creep me out. Like some a of little bit. I don't think Jesus. this is. It could be on the the. I could equate it to like a large like, margin, fucking like Pee Wee's Big Adventure. You know, like on a night, just like, as soon as I start hearing that, even now, like I get triggered in some <laughs> way because it kind of freaks me out. Even though I like, not up until probably like five years ago. When I watched Pee Wee's Big Adventure, that I had, like actually stared at that part when she goes, I could never watch it before. Like it freaked me out that much. Um, it sort of reminded me of like a trauma film, where it's just like really dark fucking humor. I'm like, huh? I mean, as like, long as it was, if it was like more that, blood and more disgusting shit, like it would, yeah, maybe that would definitely be a trauma movie. Uh, uh, so. Yeah, like all all that was was pretty funny, uh, pretty funny, uh, dark as hell, and uh, and uh, very entertaining. Um, I forgot, like how how do they actually beat evil in the end? Um, they shoot, do they shoot him with a laser, or what does he do? Like, is the supreme being? Just oh, I show think up the supreme being just comes in and goes. Zzz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And turns him into could. fucking charcoal briquettes. Yeah, yeah, because you could. Well, I had a question, like. Didn't he? Did he? I'm assuming the Supreme Being knew that he wasn't entirely gone forever or obliterated. So, um, like when I was watching the movie, it seemed like they, in their minds, they thought they got rid of the evil. Well, I but think like I uh, think the Time Bandits did, but obviously the Supreme Being, like he, he sort of suggests that um, he's never going to go away. Like he's always, you know, there's always going to be evil, that kind of thing. So I, I assume that this was just sort of like a a temporary. Thing just to go let them get away or something well not necessarily that so much as like a some sort of weird pandora's box yeah now like it was just something that uh uh well evil is again like in the real world oh the no very end of the movie, like what does that mean like well you don't know because it's fucking over you know <laughs> the map gets folded up right uh Puts it away in its little container. Tossing a fire. Yeah, he probably just fucking burns the damn thing and starts all over. Yeah, because because uh, it was all a big mistake anyway, so. Failed experiment. You hear that, people? You were a big mistake. Yeah. Um, um, Daniel, any favorite scenes other than the ones we've talked about? Um, anything else? Yeah, because I always thought it was just ridiculous. Uh, you know, Michael Palin and Shelley Duvall's fucking scenes as lovers. They were and fucking hilarious. I, 
I love that was a recurring, that was a recurring gag, right? Like, was it twice, two or three yeah, times? Yeah, twice. Titanic and then in medieval England. Yeah. yeah. And she's always, uh, she always plays as, uh, her name is Pansy, right? Um, I love uh, Michael Palin and fucking, uh, this is not from this movie necessarily, but I just, I just like when he's speaking, like he has very like uh, exaggerated expressions on his face. Um, when he came out of fucking Meaning of Life and he's like the teacher. <laughs> Like, give her a kiss, boy. <laughs> oh, well, that was John Cleese. Was that John Cleese? Yes. Oh, that was. That's right. You're right. I'm sorry. He wrote Meaning Your Life. Well, one of them. Well, this one. Surely all the Pythons are uh, have writing credits on those. Oh, I didn't know he also helped write this one. So. And A Fish Called Wanda. Most of them come out in that, too. Have you never seen that? What was it said that, like, the... The Time Bandits were supposed to, like, oh, here it is. Oh, yeah, that bit. They represented the Monty Python troupe, right? The Fidget uh, represented uh, uh, Palin. Palin. Uh, Randall was John Cleese. Uh, the smartass Strutter was Eric Idle. Uh, the quiet one, Og, was uh, Graham, Graham Chapman. And the noisy, uh, the noisy one, Wally, was Terry Jones. And uh, the, dirty, the dirty one was... Uh, uh, Vermin was uh, was Jillian himself. Yeah, we said the movie made a uh, twenty four million dollars, right? Oh, made like forty two. Sorry. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's quite a bit of money considering that they only the had a five 80s, million dollar budget. In yeah. Eighties money. That's a fairly nowadays. That's a fucking flop. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, even for that, for for the for how much? If they, they had like a one million dollar budget, and they did forty two million dollars. They'd be like, yeah, they're not gonna get any more money after this. People are killing themselves over that. <laughs> People are working at Starbucks, like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lives are ruined. Um, what is that enough for? Like an iPod? Uh, excuse me, an iPhone? Yeah, that's not a thing sure. anymore. The newest iPhone. Maybe. Um, ratings. <clears throat> Daniel, if this is your suggestion of a movie. Or what do you give a time bandit out of five? To be mine. It was Bogart. Well, get the fuck out of here. You didn't say any of that stuff. Um, because I thought it had been implied, Ray. I didn't know you were pulling a Jamie Long con on me. What are you talking about? You were, in the, you were not in the conversation when we were sitting in front of I you. I had been talking to you about uh, using time bandits for, like, as an excuse for the longest time. And then Daniel was like, we should do a time thing. And I was like, ah. and then you, you, like, I was ignored. No, you got hammered, and you were talking to I didn't Janelle. Mean, I didn't. I didn't mean that day. I meant like, like you know, over time before that, because that this was something that had sort of been planned-ish. But the day of, yeah, I got drunk and was like, me. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> uh, Daniel. Uh, I really like this movie. I'll give it a, probably a three point five out of five. Um, I'm just. Just now, not so certain at the time travel movie. So, so you're sure fits in this series. you're still thinking about it as a, a parallel dimension stuff or what? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, don't they specifically talk in there about how they're traveling through time and stuff? Yeah, but you know, saying versus doing. But you disagree, okay? Yes. Mm. Very Interesting. Well. What was Roland? Your, what, what do you think of a? I really like this movie, but um, it kind of makes me think of like, uh, I was going to say like a low budget version of Willow kind of thing, even though the production value for this movie was very high. That's one of those moments you zoom in. There, right? <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
and um, uh, it's you I, know like I, like are you, are you just comparing them because they both have like little people in them? Yes, it's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I'm doing, Ray. Are you gonna like if we ever do Leprechaun? You're gonna be like, well, like compared to like Time Bandits. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I would say, uh, 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 shit. Compared to Lord of the Rings, those are, those are, those are, those are CGI little people. (laughs) They're not real. We want authentic, uh, uh, authentic dwarf, uh, dwarven actors. Um, out of five rooms, what do you give it? Come on now. Hmm. Like a two, I I I kind of thought this movie was too long. I was bored with Sean Connery's fucking scenes. Uh, they were kind of interesting to see, but I was just like, this is bleh. it. It should have been like five minutes of the kid like going in there, realizing he loves Sean Connery's character, and then the time managed to jump in and be like, come with us, and they're gone. You know, instead of like the whole. Like I don't know how long he was there, but it just stretched on forever. Um, I think it just because not much happened. No, like, like uh, literally, he's, he's just he's just happens. like pretty much he's smiling, going from in adoration at Sean Carney, but like, daddy, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. gonna be my daddy, right? <laughs> they just happen to both speak English, you know. Like, and no. then you have, you see the side eye of the fucking queen, I guess, and just like, right, fucker, daddy. It it's that like that that scene couldn't you know they they didn't need it in there. Uh, they kind of wasted uh, Sean Connery, I think. In that, that it would have been funnier if they just left him in the end as the as, as the fire truck, uh, uh, as the uh, fireman. Right, just give Sean Connery one brief, brief like <laughs> uh, Sean Connery came in for about twenty minutes. Yeah, that's all we could afford. It's Nineteen minutes of makeup, one minute of shooting. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, so like a two out of five. Yeah, same. I give it two out of five. Uh, uh, Yeah, there you uh, go. I was trying to think of some some some. Two out of five Bensons. There you go. Two out of five Bensons. Okay, mm. Mm, we'll see. It's acceptable. <laughs> um, I'll give this movie a three out of five. Um, Roland, I will agree with you that uh, the Sean Connery portion was a little bit too long. Um, it was boring. Like compared, it was it was the most boring segment of the whole film. I, 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 I I'll give you that. Compared to everything like, else, like, um, like why is this? It was almost like it was a different movie. To me, you know, I was like, "Oh, cool! I'm I'm watching." Well, I'll say that I was expecting a little bit more to happen in that you know segment, because like, with the queen and all that kind of stuff, I thought there was going to be a little bit more hijinks going on. But yeah, um, they did their little ceremony. The pandits came in, took him, and then that was it. Um, every other segment uh, I thought was pretty entertaining. The evil genius, of course, was the best part of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I did enjoy the acting of the. Uh, all the little dudes, um, they're all funny. Kevin kind of annoyed me a little bit, but yeah, well, he's a kid. He's, he's you know? annoying. That was the whole. I think that was a part of his uh, his shtick. He's a kid, you know. Um, I'll say three out of five for me for Time Bandits. I'd watch it again. I think if I was if I saw it when I was a kid, I probably would like this movie a lot, a lot more. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, but I mean, there's just there's just I'm, a lot in it to see. I'm close to 13 like, right now, and yeah. I don't know how my mature brain can uh, process it. Thir- 13 to three eighths. 
Yeah. Right? I'll, I'll, one of those. Well, um, what we'll do is like, I guess uh, whenever we do finish this series, we'll do like a little uh, mini episode where we compare the, the time traveling or according to Daniel might be a, a debate on whether or not this is right. even considered it, a time travel movie. Uh, the mustard. Um, does it cut the cheese? I still think it's a time travel movie in some respects. I think so, but uh, you know, whatever. But it's I mean, fun. when uh, these these characters aren't necessarily human, um, they're jumping from, I assume, in like a heavenly good realm or the top corporate office. Yeah, that sounds, <laughs> that sounds a bit more. To uh, jumping through time uh, portals and then going into like the Age of Legends and then what is the place called again? Where the evil genius lives? Uh, uh, Fortress of Ultimate Darkness. Fortress of Ultimate Darkness. Uh, hell, if you will. Um, didn't seem too bad though. No. Just very nice architecture. Uh, like a wall of skulls. Yeah. Looked uh, homey. Very, very. It seemed like where Black Ooh. Sabbath would have rehearsed. <laughs> at some point. Yeah, it, it did look like a music video for a metal band. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, I guess we'll see you next time for it's another time travel movie. I don't remember which one we're doing, but uh, be sure to uh, like and subscribe. There won't be anything there. Follow us on Instagram. Boy. Follow us on Twitter Boy. on that side. Um, right. This is the, this is where Ray puts the OnlyFans link. <laughs> yeah. And with next to Patreon. Good. Thank you, Roland, <laughs> for reminding me. Uh, um, uh, uh -huh. If you want to see Roland clap ass. Subscribe to our Patreon. You can make it happen. That sounds like a very dry ass clapping ray. I don't. I don't Are know. you like wet all the time or something? I, I moisturized ray. Your 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 vocabulary is so offensive. Are you ass leaking? Is that ass leaking. God damn it, ray. Anyways. Again, <laughs> hydration is important. Uh, we'll see you next time uh, again comment below if uh, you don't agree that this is a time travel movie you do you don't have you even fucking seen this movie you should have, it's but... worth checking out do right. you know what movies are well have fun then sorry Can't help you, you watched was the TV your babysitter because it was mine <laughs> it's your your surrogate parents or yeah. your real parents whatever no judging yeah. Uh, yeah just Check out the clips on YouTube or something. You can find it. It's there. Evil Genius is funny. Check it out. All right. We'll see you next time. Later.